What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed. And today's episode is entitled, How to Care for Weary Workers. How to Care for Weary Workers. Now, I would say maybe a couple months ago, I did an episode called The Normalcy Dip and how it would be tough as people get back into the normal to really help to motivate them as they struggle with finding and grasping onto the new normal. And maybe that was a little bit pre- preemptive, right? Because from all the conversations I'm having these days, it seems like there's a lot of people that are just really weary from the resurgence of the Delta variant of COVID and all of the things they're dealing with, the foreseeable future, still working from home and uh, not really having that interaction they were hoping for with some of their colleagues. Um, not, not to say that people don't enjoy the ability and the flexibility to be able to work from home, but really just kind of craving some sort of normality. And so I, I started to think about this episode in like, how do we care for people that are just really kind of weary from what's happening in the world, what's happening in lives, what's happening in their schools, uh, we're experiencing that right now. Our daughter's home for the next two weeks with, uh, they had a COVID case in her class. And so there's a delay to the start of kindergarten. Um, while half of the class came in exposure with this person or this kid that, that had it. And so, uh, how can, how can we assist caregivers who are weary or have their kids home during this time? Because I think that's going to become a lot more prevalent this year, especially with the Delta variant is kind of the on off of like being in the class, being home, things like that. So, so what do we do with that? So what I did was for today's episode is I just broke down the word care into three, three, uh, four words, uh, C A R E. Um, just to kind of give us some context and some ways to think about how we care for weary workers. And so here's number one. It's clear calendars. That's the C, clear calendars. Um, if you haven't done so already, hopefully you did this uh, throughout the last 18 months of COVID and things like that. Have less meetings. <laughs> I know that this it's this tough balance of wanting to connect with people, but... I think so often we still have wasteful meetings and expect people to be on video on zoom uh, or whatever platform you use. And we got to learn this. We got to clear calendars a little bit better, give people the chance to do their work without having to feel like they need to be on all the time. A couple ideas here. If you have training meetings for your people, what if you, had some information that you gave before, some training videos that you recorded before, gave people the chance to absorb that information and then come with informed questions. This is something that I learned as I started to lead a larger team when I was leading a call center team is that, man, having to do training on the skill, 
then leave enough time for questions and implementation of this thing was very difficult when you have to do three of the same meeting (laughs) and you have to do it quickly. And so when you think about it, if there's a way to like train some of the skills digitally through videos or other things like that. One of my favorite go-tos back then was called Screencastify. It was just a Google Chrome extension that would let me show things on my screen or share a presentation that way. And that really helped. And so training meetings, I think, is one that people are leaning on a lot as they try to like get those skills out, but maybe rethink the way that we go about that and the way they present that type of information to people. Another idea for clearing calendars is uh, when possible, if it's team meetings or things like that, use phone instead of video. What if you gave everybody permission to go for a walk on this team meeting where they didn't have to be in front of their computers, where there were things that, hey, these are the things we're going to talk about. Take a look at these reports and then maybe we can talk about it while we all go for a walk today. I think that there's there's really areas that we, we probably need to meet with one another. I wrote down three three additional C's of why we would do that. We, we still need to connect, right? Like we want to make sure that if we can't be physically in person together, that we find at least the occasional time, whether that be monthly or quarterly, that we see each other's face, remember that we're real people, and we connect with one another. Um, if we need to clarify things. If there has been some misunderstanding through email, Slack, or whatever different communication tools we have, we need to clarify. And then finally, if there's, if there's times where we need to collaborate on certain projects, I think it's important to do that. And so finding ways to create less meetings, to clear calendars. And when you do need to do meetings, beginning to really think about how do you do it differently so that it doesn't take up huge chunks of time and that I use people's attention properly. I think attention is a valuable resource in a COVID virtual world. So what are you doing with attention? So that's number one, clear calendars. Number two, aim at appropriate goals. Make sure that you're giving people the right thing to aim at. Help them to know where to focus their time and energy Make sure that they know how they'll be measured and what success looks like with that. I find, and you know, as I've just heard from many different leaders and companies, is this has actually gotten kind of fuzzy for their company throughout the COVID time, is people don't really know what to aim at. They don't really know what success looks like right now, and their leaders have been kind of in... I don't know, survival mode, trying to like do stuff that they haven't taken the time to get that 20,000 foot view of what success looks like. And so um, aim at appropriate goals. But then kind of the other side of the thing is have appropriate expectations of people and celebrate progress often. I think celebrating progress is something that's probably gotten to the wayside in so many teams I would encourage you set aside time once a week. If you're, if you're a leader or manager of a team, set aside time once a week to really reflect on the great things that somebody from your team has done. And then maybe maybe let's say you set aside Fridays for 30 minutes. You just think about things, even 15 minutes. You think about things that your team has done that week. And then maybe if you have a meeting together on Monday, you give out an award 
each week of somebody that's done something great and and that really helps. It really helps people to feel appreciated when you're aiming at appropriate goals, having those appropriate expectations, and then making sure that you're celebrating progress often, which kind of takes us into my third point, which is reward repeatable behavior, reward repeatable behavior. You've heard me say it many times on this podcast, but what gets rewarded gets repeated. And so making sure that the things that you want your team to aim for Are the things that you're rewarding, the things that you're praising, the things that you're encouraging your team to do. And, you know, some of the simple ways you do that is by finding stories of staff that are doing that great work and then making sure that you're sharing those stories on a weekly basis. Um, Stories are one of the most powerful ways to share, hey, here's what we really value as a team, as a company, and, and here's how you can catch the attention of the bosses. If that's something that you want to do, if you want to grow in this company, in this role, here's a way to catch our attention. And so reward repeatable behavior is such an important thing because that's what gets people to take the actions that you're hoping they'll take as team members. And then the last one is empathize often. How to care for weary workers is to empathize often. Can we just all take a deep breath right now and agree that we all need extra grace these days? (laughs) I was thinking about it. It's like we're all just this giant ball of blurred lines, grief, anxiety, tiredness, any any other words you can include in there. Um, If you're getting that text or that email from that team member and you're feeling frustrated because maybe you're busy or maybe you're stressed out, Just take that extra minute to try to put on their shoes, to try to understand their context. Are they a caregiver for an aging adult or for a child? Are they somebody that's been going through some mental health struggles as a part of this? Have they lost somebody recently? Whatever it is, empathize often is going to be such an important thing to care well for weary workers. Um, All that to be said, I think we can also take that too far where we no longer have accountability for people doing the work that's expected of them also. So I I know that probably sounds counterintuitive, but I don't think it's as black and white, right? That you just need to give everybody extra grace, just grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Obviously, you as a manager, you as a leader need to address behaviors that can be corrected. And I'm sure that if there's things that are just coming up again and again and again with somebody, that there's things that can't be corrected for people. And so make sure that you are able to take the time to reflect on that. What are the behaviors that can be corrected for this person? Address those things, but then also do it in a spirit of care and trying really hard to uh, help that person understand for uh what, what you're asking them to do. And so empathize often, but make sure that you're showing care uh, with the appropriate uh, expectations of what that person should be doing. Because here's the other piece of that. Making sure that you're addressing expected behaviors uh, is a way that you care for the rest of the team and not just that one individual, because there's some folks that can take advantage of that quite a bit if you're not careful. And so um, as a leader, it's really important that you care for the whole of the team and that you also care for the individual. Um, I, I can give you some, some principles and thoughts like I just did, 
But ultimately, it comes down to kind of like an art when it comes to that and really listening and understanding what you should do in the moment and the time uh, with the team that you have. So how to care for weary workers, clear calendars, you know, find less meetings or find ways to do it differently. Aim at appropriate goals. Make sure you're giving people the right thing to aim at, how they're going to be measured and what success looks like. Reward repeatable behavior. What gets rewarded gets repeated. And empathize often. Um, Put yourself in their shoes. Address behaviors that can be corrected and show care uh, whenever possible. All right. I hope that's helpful for you, friends. Uh, That's just kind of what's been on my uh, mind and on my heart this week. And so I hope it's helpful to you as leaders and managers and what you're doing right now. Hope you have a great week. Stay healthy, leaders, and we'll talk to you again real soon.